What up, Anos? And by Anos, of course, I mean Asian, not Asian listeners. Just want to make a quick announcement about our next Hack City stand-up comedy show happening October 14th, 7.30 Eastern at Union Hall in Brooklyn. I'm going to be visiting from LA for a week, so it'll be me and Mike together. We haven't done that in a, in a while, so um, if you're in New York or in the tri-state area, please come check it out. Ticket links are in the episode description of this podcast, or go to our Instagram and click on our bio link, or just go to asian.asianpod.com. It makes sense, you know, when we're like attracted to like people that maybe look like us too. What are you doing, step cousin? <laughs> What's going on here? I'm stuck in this laundry machine. What's going on? I'm stuck in the laundry machine. <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is Saturday, October 2nd. We're coming at you live from all over the United States of Americas. <laughs> we really are. If you're listening to this uh, on uh, podcast, the podcast app, please leave us a review. Hit five stars. We'd love to hear your fucking commentary. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you're on YouTube, hit like, subscribe. If you're on Spotify, hit follow. So hey. you can always be up to date with the latest shit. And of course, tell all your friends. Tell your friends. What is that called again in marketing? Net promoter score? Oh yeah, we want that that positive net promoter score. That's what we need. Whatever that is. Yeah, Uh, we're marketing agents. Before we get into it, we always give a shout out to our newest Patreon subscribers. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support the podcast. We are a completely independent operation. We're not with any network. And so what you can do is go to patreon.com slash asian.asian and give us a monthly subscription uh, or sign up and give us some money. And in return, you get like bonus episodes and all kinds of fun stuff. And people are like, why would we give you money? Well, guess what? Mike and I... Kind of want to do this full time because it's like nice and do we don't want to be in a cubicle forever. So if you want to support that dream, uh, please give us your money. And then we've been getting a lot. It's been amazing. And in return, it's been we nice. also, um, if you give us money, we will guess your ethnicity purely based on your last name. On We're getting air. so good at it. Yeah, dude. And, uh, that's we have like a 99% hit rate for sure. Um, I don't think that's true. But yeah, let's just do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These are getting tough. These are getting These tough. These are tough. I mean, this I, gotta tough. Say, I think our podcast is really killing it in Central Asia because some of these. Last yeah, I names, was going to say, yeah, yeah, these are some these are like uh, straight up like uh, Tartar uh, names. Do you know Ga- what I'm saying? Yeah. Gone, gone are the days where it was just like Eric Chang or yeah, Joyce nope. Park. Now it's just yep. I mean, this first nope. person is Melissa Khan, Khanhirun, K-A-N-H-I-R-U-N. Khanhirun. 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 Fuck. Khanhirun. Damn. Khan-hirun. I don't know anything. Fuck. This is you straight watch- up is Central Asian. This is like a this is like a Turkish Well Khan, person. I think Khan is something. Khan is okay. like Genghis Khan vibes, right? I word, think it, it got, word. I don't know. Khan Hirun? It honestly sounds like a like a village from Naruto or something, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's tight. That's tight. Um okay, well we're gonna think we think you're it's a fifty fifty split between you're either a Mongolian Asian or a Hokage mm. Asian. And that is a You know what I love though is that if this person's Mongolian, the first name just Melissa. Just Melissa. <laughs> just people in Mongolia, you know, they got like fucking hawks and shit, but then they got na- basic names like Jessica. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> That's tight. That's tight as shit. It. I love it. All right. Okay. Next you have Carl Romanos. 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 You know, Romanos. usually if it's like Latin X sounding, then we say Filipino. But I think this person straight up is like a Bensonhurst fucking Italian 
dude. I, yeah, I don't think. Swear to God, it's not a Spanish last name. This is like an Italian last name. Yeah, from yeah, like, that's like what Ray I'm Romano, saying. like Ray Romano. Exactly. You're right. This I is like yeah. Old, old, this yeah. is like an old school Tony Soprano yeah. Asian Italian guy. This is a Tony Soprano lived in Bensonhurst for a long time. Now he lives in now he lives in Jersey. I think he used to Dude. be in the mafia, but like has always had an interest in Asian culture, but wasn't allowed yes. to express himself because right. he's in the fucking gang. Um, but now <laughs> things are a little bit more open, and I think he's uh, I don't know. I think he's into it. So, anyways, thank you too. so much. Um, tell your capo we said hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next we have. Uh, God oh, damn. this is oh my god, B- Biaka, not Bianca, Biaka, B I A K A, Biaka, Z Zider, goddamn Zider Hazav. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna get it right because I, I don't want to be the fucking guy. Zider Zalva, Zider yes. Zalva, Z A I D A R H C A V U. This is a Final Fantasy boss. Is this what this, is. <laughs> this is the yeah? Last this person's got mad hit points. Yeah. Oh my god, this is a level twenty. Uh, you know, and what is this? What does this Final Fantasy boss look like? Riding a horse, yeah. Maybe has wings for arms. Yes, wings um, for arms. Yeah, wings yeah. for arms. Uh, um, definitely like yeah. uh, like the special movies, like ice related for sure. Like a lot of yes, like, ice related for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, heavy ice. Uh, but then also does the annoying thing where it heals itself when it's about to die. It's like I casts, hate that shit. It casts like healing five, I and you're just like that fuck shit. Fuck you. Anyways, you're a. Wings for arms, Asian. <laughs> Thank you, Biaka. Zider Zalva. And uh, last but That's not least, we have. Uh, hey, let's end it with a nice ass. Uh, just a nice regular good ass. Good old. I, actually, I don't know if this is Chinese or Korean. Abraham Lee. I'm gonna say Korean. Abraham? This guy's Korean. This guy actually hit me up. Korean. If you're actually in LA, uh, Mike, we should go. He hit me up and was like, "You guys can come eat for free at my restaurant." And oh, you know what? He said that he what? offered dumbfounded the same thing. He said, "Hey, oh, uh, we we're gonna get them. into it." I don't know if our guest went with him or not, or maybe maybe he okay. just went alone. I'm not sure. But anyways, he was like, "We we serve crab and you can eat for free." But I I've, I've been embarrassed to go alone, so I've been like, "I'm busy," but I'm like not busy at all. Um. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> once I make friends or when you come visit, we we shall I, go. I would love Abraham. that if if you if you go though and you're just like in the corner, don't talk to anybody the whole time and just yeah. like eating crabs eating and then like crab. stand up and leave. It's yeah, like, oh, fuck it's no this. good, man. I'm out. It's no good. Anyways, yeah. that's our Patreon shoutouts. Go to patreon.com slash Asian that Asian pod uh, to join yeah. the cause. Uh, let's start this pod like we always start, how we always do it. Uh, Mike, what kind of Asian were you this week? Yo, I was a past Asian. Past. past as in like P-A-S-S-E-D, as in I got passed at the stand. Explain to which, what that means to our listeners. So for people who are not comedians, which is everybody, uh, getting passed at a place means you got hired. You're basically like... Uh, you're like you pass the audition and you're allowed to be put in the rotation at this place. So the stand is one of the clubs in New York City. I would say one of the, the like a, a nice club. There's a lot of shitty clubs. And this is one of the nice ones. It's like the food is actually good. It's actually kind of a cute place. It's pretty big. They have tons of shows. There's a lot of um, uh, famous comedians and infamous comedians, I would say, <laughs> that are there. <laughs> Shane Gillis, anybody? But there was tons of comics there. So how was your day? And... I, I mean, I crushed it. I went up there and I got a, I got passed right away. Like the Patrick was there and he, he was just like, you want to, yeah, how would you work, like to work here? It was fire. Okay? Oh, that's such a nice, like, uh, I feel like when you get passed, it's not, well, actually, I don't know because I'm not passed on any club, but I didn't, I didn't know how it, I, I, 
I never knew how it goes down. Is yeah. it really like, yeah. how was you like to work here? That sounds so like 1970s yeah. Hollywood vibes. Yeah, you yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. Yeah, hit the big time, baby. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, like that. Yeah. And uh, it was it was a really nice feeling. Um, I'm, I'm, and because I'm, I'm such a corporate Asian, uh, the next day I followed up with a nice follow-up email. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, send him a little fruit like, basket. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to working for this organization. This is the approval I was really seeking. Fumi's approval, okay? Senpai, please. <laughs> that's great. I'm so proud of I you. I was see, that's, that's awesome. honestly, I was honestly, I, I posted it and then you were, we were in the group chat, uh, group text and you're like, hey man, congratulations. And I was like, that's the real pass for me. Fumi <laughs> said, congratulations. You know how hard it is for Japanese, Japanese comedy salarymen to say congratulations? Come There's on. too much the love right now and I want to move on from this. This is, <laughs> as, as, a, as a straight man, it's making me uncomfortable. Well, um, come see me. At, come see me at the stand at the one or two shows it will put me up at because I'm still uh, just a bottom guy. So, but yeah, it'll be cool. Mike, how Mike what, what about you, Fumi? Bomb. What kind of Asian were you there? What, what kind of Asian <laughs> uh, were you this week? Yeah, real quick before I uh, we introduce our guest. This week I was a closer bond Asian. Okay, a closer okay. bond Asian. Mm-hmm. Do we, okay. and, and you know what can I say about the closer bond Asian that hasn't already been said? Really. Um, <laughs> Closer Bond Asian, I'm coming back to New York for a week in October, right? I've been in LA for two months working, and I'm coming back for a week because I have a week off. And uh, I wanted to reunite with my Asian friends. And so I've been talking to this with my therapist about how, you know, I got to be a little bit, I got to try a little bit. You have to put in some effort to connect with your friends. And so Mm -hmm. I emailed about six of my close Asian friends, and I said, hey, I'm going to be back this week. Would love to get dinner with you guys maybe separately or together would be cool um yep. would love to like eat some korean barbecue or something and and, and catch up right and yep. then uh and i and i titled the email asians assemble i was being cute you know <laughs> and then uh what happened what happened is uh i i might be misinterpreting this but what followed yeah. was a series of really specific requests and needs and wants from everybody so like what i was expecting was like oh sounds great like let us know where you want to go like these are the dates i'm available what i got i'll read you some of the email i'm not going to give any names if you're listening and you're on this email chain hey this all comes from a place of love okay so i said i'm gonna be in town from (laughs) october 10 to 15 we'll love to grab dinner with you guys all uh that week you first schedule the line a thousand exclamation marks because it's me uh i want to eat korean barbecue let me know fumi then the next email says, uh, let's do Bakjong, which I assume is a restaurant name. Okay. okay. Then the, yep. fol- the following email goes, I'm in. Not to make things controversial, uh, but I vote we stay in Brooklyn for dinner. Then the next one is, mm. I want to eat at Gopchang Story, but I'm fine with yes, regular Gopchang barbecue. Story. Yeah. Yep. And then the next one was... No, let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's go to Doke B. Like, it was just like yeah. not the vibe I was expecting at all. And then um, yeah. initially I was like a little thrown off because I was like, Ooh. what the hell? Like, I'm, I mean, yeah. I hate organizing things, you know? And maybe this is yep. the Japanese in me, but I was like, everybody just kind of like saying what they want. But then, and, and, and like, by the way, no LOLs or emoji in this email thread. Okay. <laughs> no, like, no, Where's no, like, the LOLs. There are no LOLs to be found. And I was like, yeah. what is going on? But then I was talking about it with, another friend of mine and she was like you know maybe it means you guys are like closer now because i feel like when asian people get close when they get too close this happened with me and you oh, when we get too close yep. we become yes. we become like siblings and we annoy each yes. other 
Oh right? my god! And yes, I think so that is what's happening yes. with this email thread, you know, because mm. I was just I was expecting like a polite conversation among seven adults who we can work out a dinner plan. People yep. are just like throwing out suggestions. They're not even asking me what I want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's yeah. but that's but that's Asian family dynamics, right? Yes. So I feel yes, like yes. I uh, I feel like I got closer with them. That's that's how I'm that's how I'm choosing to interpret the situation. Yeah. A couple of things. First of all, right off the bat. Um, a, didn't know you had Asian friends, swear to God. Um, <laughs> B, let alone six of them. Uh, B, not on this email list, I'm not. Uh, so I have no idea that this is happening. <laughs> if you had thrown me in there, I'd been like, yo, fuck this place, fuck this, we're all going to uh, fucking, I don't know, uh, Olive Garden. Um, yeah, but you yeah, would have I mean, thrown in a couple ha-has, you know, for me. I would have been like, for me, because yeah, yeah, you know I how I like to communicate. You know what's so funny too is it's so interesting how you say that you use hot ha's and lols and you have bits about this you have bits yeah. where yeah. you talk about like I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I i put lols when i sext that's like the bit yeah yeah when yeah, you yeah, sext yeah, yeah. you're yeah. like you like to see my dick lol you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, nice boobs ha, ha, yeah. ha. <laughs> uh, ha. <laughs> nice areola lol um <laughs> it's but it's funny because when we chat we have a group chat with with the with fawn our producer and we all have muted it because I think on there, we are so blunt with each other. We're oh, like, yeah, no, yeah, I don't yeah. want, I don't like this. I don't want this. Do change this date. Fawn, do this. Yeah. Fawn, Fawn is a saint. She's always, yeah. she's, yeah. she's a saint. But like you and I, we're just like, no, yes, no. Yeah. yeah and yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we never, you never LOL or haha me ever. That's and true. So I, That's true. This is, there's this whole other world where I'm like, Fawn is a nice, I mean, not Fawn, uh, where Fumi is a nice person. Don't even know what this, <laughs> have no idea that this existed. Don't even think this is real. I want you to forward me this email. But I feel you. I, I do. It doesn't sound like people are, you know, upset or anything, which is good. Yeah. But I yeah, do yeah, think, yeah. Um, you know, it's tough when everybody, you know, gets a, a little older and it just gets harder. To, you know, like when you're in your 20s, you're like, right, like uh, you're you kind of like take the hit of I'm going to go out and we're going to go to this place. Maybe it's not the place we really, well, I want to go to, but everyone's going to go and it's going to be a little expensive and it's going to be kind of annoying because there's 18 of us, but that's like, everybody kind of goes along with it. But now that you're, you know, when you're in your thirties, you're like, listen, I'm not made of money. Okay. If I'm yeah. going to go out and spend a bunch of money at this thing, I want to at least do the thing near my house yeah, so that I can true. take that's my true. shoes off earlier. Yeah. 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 You know, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think it came from a place of hate, but I was just like, no, I don't oh, think so. I guess for me, it was like, I didn't realize we got that close and I, I got, I started crying. You know, <laughs> uh, it was a nice um, feeling. But anyways, uh, well, um, you let me let us know where let me know where it is so I can yeah I can just stop by. Say yeah, hi. Uh, I will not be inviting you, but yeah, 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 that's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's 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 just get into the guest. We, she's been she's been patient enough. She's been mm -hmm. she's been one to chime in. She's been taking notes. She did. Oh my gosh, we're so excited uh, about having this guest. Um, th there was a whole saga involved with how this guest was supposed to come on. All right. Um. She was she we I first met her, not really met her, but she was at Hack City. This was months ago. Yes, I saw her and I was mm -hmm. like, that looks like our get. That looks like you know the, this person that I should know. She like go. She like walked around me to go talk to young me. Just like just dodge me <laughs> and and let it dodge be known. Hack City. Hack City is our show. It's we my are, show. It's, it's our, our show. show. It's our, our fucking show. show. We run this. We're, when we're, after that show, we're like gods. Okay, for for like. <laughs> For like for like ten minutes, we have the invincibility star. Yeah, 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 yeah. Busted right through that. Yeah. Talk to young me. Then yeah. then I then I had to DM her and I was like, hey, you know, blah blah. I'd love to uh, have you on the show. Uh, we were supposed to have her on a few like maybe like two months ago. Then then she booked an actual job from one of her from her, her gig a, a job job, mm -hmm. uh, and then we had to reschedule. 
Then uh, the next time we, she was supposed to be on, I forgot to confirm with her until like a minute before, which is nothing. And then we had to reschedule again. But now mm-hmm. she's here. So now we're she's excited. Here, she's, uh, she's here. She, I, I, we're going to get into it because she has so many different titles. Actress, makeup, mo- makeup artist, maybe hey. model, hey. co-host hey. of Fun With Dumb. Give it up right now for Steffi Bay. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. Hi. Hi. Um, do you remember this uh, <laughs> dodging, dodging this is, of me? This is such a straight, straight, which straight I don't Asian even, guy energy right now. <laughs> don't even, don't even, don't even blame you because I saw these three blonde, eight, maybe it was only just two and your friend, two blonde pixies who just appeared. I was like, clearly these people are fairies who are just appeared in the mortal realm and just went around to talk to young me. But do you remember this? Uh, like, this is the fucked up part is I don't even remember doing that. Damn! <laughs> That's so fucked! Damn! Damn! Oh. Yo! Well, young me, I, I went there because, uh, so the other girl with the blonde, she's kind of orange-headed, is my sister. And she's oh. the one that invited me to the show. Oh. So she had an extra ticket, and I went, and... Um, yeah, I mean, I love, I've been following Young Me for a while. Yeah. So that was actually the reason why I was there in the first place. And then I saw, of <laughs> course, I've wrecked. <laughs> but you know what? I'm, ancient. I, ancient. I didn't do yeah. any, you know, background work or like check on like, you know, but I have met you before. It's cool. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> I've seen you, just, Mike, I've just, seen your work before. I've seen wow, it Wow. What a way, what a dismiss. No. Um, I, I was, I've been doing research on you and, uh, because I'm a creep. Uh, no, uh, because for the show. <laughs> and what, what I, I, for the longest time, I was like, hey, uh, Fumi, we, we got to get Steffi on. You know, I think she, she'd be great. And he would just be like, what does she do? And and I would be like, I don't know. Like, I and I <laughs> thought for the longest time you were a makeup artist. But you're not. Are you? A, I don't know what it is. What would you say you're... Uh, if someone said, of, what do you do? What do you, what do, you, do, you do that? You okay, know? yeah. I mean, I get that question a lot. And I think I'm still trying to, like, I... I've come to a conclusion of calling myself an entertainer, but I realize oh. sometimes when I say that now, people think it's like some sort of adult entertainment thing. Oh, yes. Okay, <laughs> so yes, like, yes, I have to be very yes. careful yeah. with that. I was going to say that, yeah. yes. I, but like, I'm a, you know, I'm a creative and you really did your research because to find makeup artists, I mean, that means like you kind of like went into, you like Googled and did the whole oh, thing. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Whatnot. You went in. Yeah, you went in. Um, I went to school in New York. My my reason for moving to New York for like four years was to say like I did makeup. I went to school out there, but that was when I wanted oh. to transition out of like my like like my desk job, I guess, sure. as a salesperson. And that I had done for like almost eight years. And so mm-hmm. like I moved to New York to do makeup, and I did fashion shows there. And then I was like, okay, this is. I like I like being in front of the camera, so I started modeling and then uh, working on commercials. And um, I wanted to act. Once I started going to UCB Improv, I was like, oh, mm. I fucking love this. So um, that's when I kind of transitioned into like the the acting and uh, just being in front of the camera world. So I kind of like do a little bit of everything. And I think because I'm newer into this industry, I don't have like a specific title. And I don't think yeah. a lot of like people in this entertainment. I mean, you guys know you guys are like comedians, like. Which is yeah. fucking cool, but I can't even like. I don't think I'm at a place where I can like really put myself into like a, 
box yeah. or no, nor yeah. do I mm. want, think I is, want is it to cool? Yet? Is it cool when people can just walk right by you and without uh, acknowledging your body of work or no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Wait, wait, Mike, I, can, I, can I make you, I don't Mike, have any, enough Mike can I, can I yeah. make you feel better? Let this be on the public record. Steffi, do you know that I was on your birthday show? <laughs> <laughs> This exactly. Is, yeah. This is straight we, Asian guys vibes right now, bro. This is really so are. We're like so straight my, right now. I yeah. I yes. Now that you say that. No. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. What's my name? <laughs> Fumi. Fumi. Wait, I know. Uh, I know. Wait. Wait. So which which show was that, Fumi? Which one? That was, was that? the the Bobby Lee show that I was. Oh, the Bobby about. Lee show. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but in her have, defense, okay. there were like a thousand Asian celebrities there. there and I didn't even. I didn't really people. talk to her. So you know. There was, I mean, you, you, Stephanie, you raise a, a good point because, and this is something I wanted to talk about was like you know, Fumi and I, we do sort of lead with saying we're comedians, yeah, because that is sort of where we started, and now we're we're kind of like I don't wouldn't say I'm necessarily an entertainer because i can't act or do anything else entertaining <laughs> so um <laughs> but but it does feel to me and i feel fumi has kind of gotten this since he's been in la like la people la like creative people whether or uh-huh. not they're asian or not they they kind of feel like they're generalist creatives i don't know does, does that feel true because i feel sometimes you meet a person uh in in la and they're like yeah i'm a comedian but they're also a director and also does stunt work and also <laughs> paints murals and or where the fuck it is you know what absolutely I'm like every asian i've met out here has like multiple like uh background like they're they're like artists so they could do like yeah. anything just as long as it's in the creed but the funny thing is they're like they're creative but they also have like they're like also like you know run a hedge fund you know what i mean oh like, yeah no 100 yeah. percent. yeah no they, they have a they have a they run uh several boba restaurants but yeah, then also absolutely a dj 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah and i like, think that's totally. that's part of their creativity is having money that <laughs> makes sense that me. makes sense because i remember after that show that i did that steph doesn't remember me being on um, <laughs> no i do i do uh, this will, would you remember this podcast? I was fucked like, up too, okay? So I was no, fucked up, it was my birthday. No, I, I mean, kinda... it's totally fine. Um, I'm going to cry later and it's totally fine. I feel like if you're not Asian, what I found is that the uh, the creatives and the fashion people here, um, th- like, instead of, like, okay, so for, like, for Asians, I feel like they have, like, their, you know, they have their corporate job. But then, like, yeah. some other cultures out here, they... It's basically they have like a drug. They, they sell drugs. Like that's oh. their that's their side hustle. <laughs> that's their. So hedge fund. Not, yeah. yeah, and I've been yeah. finding this as like a you know something that I've been noticing more and more. Oh, so shit. yeah, it's interesting. Whoa. Yo, yeah. being a hedge fund manager so, is a, being a drug dealer, right? Yeah, we all yeah. agree it's that's true. kind of the same thing. Um, true. So like, I mean, I feel you've also had you, you've had uh, a couple of different phases in your life because oh you were also in real estate or something like yeah for a while. that was so my longest job yeah was that so i mean like what's the timeline were you so you kind of like you 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 finished school did you go, did you go to college and then you go and then you went i did real estate? in okay. orange county i went to irvine oh you went to uc irvine yeah, makes perfect sense <laughs> i could have called it but I, so you went to irvine and then and then you were a real estate person or did yeah you, you know and during that okay. time i also did real estate so i got, got into it. it and then i was like how am i gonna like survive i started studying for the mcats because i went to school oh my god really <laughs> i know i i finished my pre-med prerequisites like a good asian girl. oh wow oh, oh, you, did you, did you, did yeah, you major did. in bio i no, i majored in cognitive psychology okay and then yeah. but you did all the pre-med 
wreck crap. Oh, I did. Yeah, ever, yeah I finished it. I did all of yeah. that. Um, wow. I was actually the president of the American Medical Student Association. I was wow. very involved. I know. I know. Jeez. I was like very like. <laughs> I'm not gonna get. The, I'm not what gonna the get fuck? the best grades because I was never like that smart. But I studied my fucking ass off, you know. Sure. And I was like, I'm just gonna like d- be in all like the clubs so that it could help me with like my my um to get into medical school. Sure. Sure. Okay. I was gonna, uh, but when I started studying for it, I was like, I hate studying. And it yeah. takes me like a thousand <laughs> times longer to study. I would, if I were to redo everything, I would have just like been an art student and like just yeah. partied my ass off, which I yeah. didn't do. I didn't part. Right. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I didn't really. Well, my partying was basically like I did go out, but I didn't drink. I didn't do any mm. drugs. Right. All my friends did. I just didn't do any of that stuff because I was like, I don't know. In my head, I was like, oh, like that's like. I'd be a failure to my family, like my parents' right, eyes. Right, you right, know? right, right. Wow. Which is like such an intense, I, I feel. I mean, if you think about it, like if you're, there's like a big party and there's one person who's completely sober just in the corner. That's just like, what an energy that is, yeah. you know, right? Yeah, but the thing is, I'm not, I wasn't like, people thought that I was as drunk as them because at a party, if you party with me, you'll see I'm uh, very hyper. I'm super excited. I'm like, I'm having like the best time of my life. I will like, sure dance my ass off like it's people think i'm fucked up you know like in that energy level and i i still i'm like that now steffi mm-hmm. i i'm getting sort of mixed signals from you because you, you got the blonde hair you, you're going to race but you I, used to be a pre-med person well, we haven't we haven't gone to that yet so and, at this time i'm saying it's like what what kind of asian are you yeah like, so your, yeah this is this is you know what this i, I know what this is this is a late i'm a late bloomer i'm you're like a late a, bloomer asian you're I'm not a late bloomer how old are you I mean, oh. I won't ask. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me, please. It's, it was my birthday. <laughs> it's LA, right. bro. Come on. It's LA. Come on. LA. What are you doing? Come on. We're industry. all 24. Yeah. All okay, I got gotcha. you. 24. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I am. I am experimenting, exploring. I'm, um, yeah. Not that I wasn't adventurous. I've always been fr- fairly untraditional, but I think I forced trying to fit into a, a form, like a, some sort of box that I think more so that my grandparents or my my parents would be proud sure. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. wasn't really, like... I think they all knew. My parents all knew, like, they're like, yo, you're not smart enough. Because they would, like... They'd be like, you don't have to be a doctor. You can, like... You take <laughs> oh, a great hairstyle. Have you thought about going... Have you thought about going to a rave? Have you thought about that? That's more your energy, <laughs> yeah. Steffi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My whole, my mom's your like, grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. She's like pushing like drugs on me at a young yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. Put a little ecstasy. Like, put a little ecstasy in your tofu soup. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you went to you were so you were, were a real estate person uh, for a while, and then and then you decided to go to get go to like get go to New York and and kind of try that out. Is that how it went? Yeah, I, well, I was um, in a really long relationship, mm. like over seven, eight years. Uh, oh that was, yeah, during the time, um, and that's how I met him was through real estate, and we became partners, and we started, you know, door knocking, prospecting, and created our business that way. So, oh like, a third of my life almost was with this person. Right. Um, and I... I almost want to say, like, I kind of, like, you know, people have, like, their quarter life, midlife. I just feel like that's what's been happening is I'm just having, like, these, like, yeah. uh, new revelations. And me moving to New York and trying to make it as a creative or, like, do something, like, outside was another, like, part of my life where I was just, like, fuck, like, the corporate, like, or, you know, trying to just make money. That was all I, I wanted to do was, be, like, make money and, um, like, take care of my family, 
That, that was yeah. kind of why I, I got into real estate in the first place and kind of yeah. like always lived for what like my family wanted me to do. Not that they even sure. really put it on me. I think I just like, I've always been like, like co-addicted in, in a like codependent relationship with my, my mom. That's what it was. Yep. Yep. And yep. so classic Asian stuff, classic mm-hmm. Asian shit. And it wasn't until like way later in my life that I was able to break that off. You know, I, I mm-hmm. really thought if I moved out of like the, the South Bay or the, you know, where I was, that my mom would just be like, so like sad and like mad. Yeah. And so even within my relationship, when I was out here, um, I decided to like make the move and it, it was really bad for the relationship. It was not so bad with my mom. I think she actually like was kind of like cool with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was like the best time of my life was to just break that shit off. I guess this is like a very typical. It's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, thing. I just did this way later in my life. I just didn't. My sister was a little bit more uh, adventurous and she broke off earlier on because she went to school in the East Coast. I always tell uh, young people on on the podcast if you're if you're a young person listening on the podcast and and let's let's face it all of our listeners are young because we're so hip and uh, <laughs> every mm-hmm. every time I meet like a young uh, Asian person I'm just like got number one thing move away from your parents you, you it's yeah. 100% mm. the first mm-hmm. thing you have to do that's why I think deep down my mom fled Vietnam. Okay, yes, the country was, <laughs> was the country like, falling what a, what apart. A, what a great yes. excuse! <laughs> what a, were were there tanks coming into Saigon for sure? But then my mom was like, you know what? Also, I'm gonna go to Texas. She moved yeah. in the 70s or 60s to you know this uh, the whole other fucking side of the world. So um, yeah, I think I think I mean I think that makes a lot of sense. Going online without ExpressVPN is like changing while leaving your window wide open. You might not have anything to hide, but why give random creeps a chance to invade your privacy? Why should you use ExpressVPN? Well, you can browse more anonymously. It's easy to use and it works on all devices. Uh, nice. I personally use ExpressVPN here at Asian Not Asian, and it's amazing. You guys know those emails you get sometimes where it's some like random email uh, on Gmail or something, and they're like, "Listen, I've been taping you watching porn, and if you don't give me seven hundred, it's always like a reasonable amount, seven hundred dollars, I'm gonna release this footage into the wild." <laughs> you know, I've been using ExpressVPN. I get, I have not gotten any of those emails Whoa. okay so so i can watch porn and know that the government is not watching me yeah take that government uh secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash asian today that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash asian and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash asian ah <sighs> well you know me mike you know me right i and know you know, I know. if you know Dude. This, if, if you know anything about me, you know oh, that I'm, uh, out, I'm out there. Yes. I'm out there. You're pa- out there. I'm out there pounding. And a lot of people are like, for me, why are you so good at pounding? And by a lot <laughs> why, of people, yeah. why? I always ask that. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. even believe you. By, by a lot of people, I just mean Mike. The secret is, it is Helix Sleep Mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep and pounding. <laughs> Everybody's unique and pounds uniquely. And Helix knows that. 
<laughs> so they have a different. Uh, they have several different mo- uh, mattress models t- uh, to choose from. They have soft, <laughs> medium, and firm. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you get hot, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. Because hey, man, everybody needs love. Just go to helixsleep.com/asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep slash pound of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for free for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash Asian. That's helix.com slash Asian for up to $200 off and when you're doing your threesomes, mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. free pillows. Now back to this. I mean, Fumi, yeah. do you feel like you you kind of, I guess you're... you're quarter life crisis was you getting into comedy right yeah 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 was that Mm. was that your kind of thing yeah i was also i don't know if i'd call myself a late bloomer asian like overall but i i guess like i i I mean because i started comedy when i was 24 it's so weird because i always say like yeah i had this like quarter life crisis which is true because i started comedy around 24 but i had it because i was working in a cubicle but the thing is i started i got a job at 22 and I started comedy in 24, which means I only did it for two years until yeah. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't which do is this like anymore. So ridiculous because it's not that Kill long. Me. It's literally not that long to do to work in an office for two years. And immediately, I was just like, I was just like freaking out about the rest of my life. I was like, I just can't be in this cube for the rest of my life on Excel or whatever. So that's yeah. kind of started. But I, I, I moved away from my parents at 18, so I feel like I've always go. been. I mean, I mean, if you want to, th- yeah. really, technically, your parents moved away from you. They were like, Yo, that's true. Peace, yeah, Fumi. Yeah. We're going to Mexico. We're free. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't lived in the same city as my parents since I was uh, 18. So that's like a whole yeah. other thing. But, uh, yeah, I think it, like, forces you to, because, uh, you know, I think it's, it's very common for Asian households to want to keep, especially if you're, like, a son, they, like, want to keep you around. And, oh my uh, gosh! It's very easy to be like, yeah, I'm here for my f- family, because that's like that sounds like a very noble thing to say, and I'm sure that it is. But hey, man, just like your mom, you know, you gotta you gotta live your own life. You know, there could be a war happening, yeah. but you gotta hey, you gotta get out, you gotta get out there, go to California. Yo, as I'm hearing about all this, it just makes me realize like how like we need to break off kind of like the ties to be able to like grow up and do yes. the things, and and it could be relationships, you know, and any relationship. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And, as Asians, like we grew up, and I don't even think it's just Asians. I think it's like a lot of immigrant families. Is that yeah. we have oh, to break sure. ties? We were so like tied into our families, like so yeah. much that yes. like we're like part of half of us is like a half of them. I think even like you know the com- you know sometimes <clears throat> the broader community that you're in, because c- like that ends up being your source of strength, but then also can like kind of hold you back because. Hey, how many how many times have have your parents not wanted you to do something because it looks bad for the family in the face of the community? You know, uh-huh. yeah, it's yeah, like it's yeah. something that they wanna. There, there's like there's like a there's a benefit to it because you can rely on your community, but then there's also like a limit because you know this community is kind of judging you, <laughs> and I, mm-hmm. Asian people are judgy as fuck, so yeah. they they're going to be about that. Um, I feel you with the late bloomer thing, but you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't start coming to us like like until until way late um and i only have just you know started you know getting past working clubs. I'm, I'm old as, <laughs> i'm old as dirt i'm old as shit dude and i'm just like dude i, I don't only got i don't only got much time left so uh but you started d- doing comedy and now you're you know you got this good podcast going i mean like tell us about that like you, you what kind of drew you into like doing you said you did uh, improv at ucb mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I mean, then, it's like, you know, how'd that go? It's really funny because well, in the yeah. beginning you were like, I want to take care of my family. And now you're like a podcaster. So I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> now you're a podcaster. And, uh, I yeah, I need a, re- I need a suggestion no. from the audience. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to say, oh, what's that? What? Oh, take care of your mom? Can't use that one. Okay, how about yeah. another one? Yeah, now I'm like, uh, basically, like, don't have any money. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, it's like the complete opposite. Now I get it as like creative, like struggling financially and like dipping into like all my savings. I'm like, oh my God, this is not. um..." And it's fucking so stressful. But my therapist always reminds me like, you're going to be fine. She's just like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I'm like, okay. So like, at what point do I start feeling like I'm going to be, you know, fulfilled fully like where does it kind of like all come circle full circle i don't know i but what do you okay i fucking hate it when people say you're gonna be fine because they don't fucking know you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) i I do think think you're gonna be here's the thing why i think you're gonna be fine is because well i don't know how i don't know if this is gonna come off how did this how this is gonna come off but i I feel like are, are we really are we afraid that i don't know we're gonna end up like on the street or something like that. I don't think that something like that, like the, the, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I think we, you can fall into debt. You can fall into certain things, but, uh, our sort of not making it is just going back to a corporate job. That's really what it is. For yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which, Hey, you know, that sucks in its own way. If, if that's not what you yeah. want, you it's, know what I, I think, but, you know what it is. It's like, sure. I, I think, and people always use that as an example. It's like, you're not going to, die in a ditch because you have family and if like to be honest if yeah. i lost everything i could pr- my mom i could move in with my parents in mexico i could make that happen if i lost everything yo, yeah. yo hablo espanol baby the, yeah exactly yeah. claro que si but i guess what i'm saying <laughs> i guess what i'm saying is I, like I, I see uh, you've been practicing to me. You, <laughs> yeah 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 you're yeah. secretly practicing your spanish yeah, just in i know case. You're like, my hey. contact is almost up so <laughs> um but i guess what i'm saying is like i think it's gonna be tough living with with knowing that you were rejected, if that makes sense. Yeah. That I is do. hard. That is really yeah, hard. That because, is. Mike, if you, like, let's just say, like, five years from now, you quit comedy or something, and you just, you work in advertising, and you're doing great. But in the back of your mind, no matter how much they pay you, you're going to flip on the telly, and you're going to see, like, Usama, and you're going to see Steffi, and all this shit. And it's, yeah. it's, and it's, it's going to kill you inside. Dude, That's you what know I'm what talking it is? About. Honestly, uh, that is so on point. The thing that drives me always is, man, I got to, I got to, uh, if I see Fumi get another thing without me getting something, I'm going to be so <laughs> fucking pissed. Okay? You know, that's, we keep, we were talking about earlier about siblings, you know? Yeah, and who yeah. drives you the most sometimes is your siblings. It's your siblings. You know? Like, yeah. you're, your family, the people who, who care about you, but also can fucking like turn the screw if they really yeah. want to. Yeah. You yeah. know, because I feel like you get, you you honestly end up comparing yourself. I always think about this for me. You, 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 you told me before, the reason why you didn't go to like an Ivy League or even think about it was because the people around you didn't think about going there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like if you're surrounded by all these people who think I'm going to make it, uh, yeah. then mm-hmm. in your mind, you're like, ah, <laughs> in your mind, you're like I'm as good as you, you know. Fuck that. Yeah. You know. So I deserve this too. You know. That's, but sometimes that's half the game, the, though. That is. You use use the hatred, the hate, in order to keep up. <laughs> sometimes hate. Sometimes being a toxic, hateful person. You. 
Yeah, Steffi, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, do you ever feel like we're that? Yeah, because Asian. Our parents yeah. have been doing that shit since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like you're uh, not good enough. <laughs> you're never good enough. Compare yourself to the people around you. Just look at them. And you're like, yes. okay. So you know, we use that fuel. That's That makes <laughs> yes. so much sense. I, sometimes I think about like, uh, you know the Toyota Prius? It charges when you brake. Okay, it uses the friction. <laughs> Like a hybrid car uses every kinetic energy to charge the battery. I feel like yeah. Asian comedians do that with like every friction that you experience, whether it's like a producer telling you like, oh, we're not looking for Asians or your jokes are too Asian or like whatever it is, you know, you, we, we, we're, like a, we're like a Toyota Prius. We turn that shit into gas. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah, dude. You, you hit the brake on us, dude. That just yeah. powers up our batteries yeah, even exactly. more. You know? Hell yeah. yeah. Listen, Mike, you know me on the podcast. I like to laugh like an insane person. Spread joy through jokes and yes. inappropriate comments. But is that how I feel on the inside in 2020? Absolutely not, Mike. I, no, it's, man. It's a dark mess in here, dude. Sometimes I'm really sad. Sometimes I'm a little depressed. I'm really stressed. You know, and I think a lot of people with the pandemic, they're not really sure about job security. And that's a, that's a huge source of stress for a lot of people. And I think if any of our listeners feel this way, they should check out our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. This isn't self-help. It's professional counseling. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Woo! All without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You know how those waiting rooms can be, bro. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need it. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com Asian. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Asian. So you were doing comedy, and from what I understand, you did 101 and 201. So there's, for people who don't know, like in improv, uh, at a place like UCB, it's like it's a school so there's like levels right so there's like you and there's i think at ucb there was like four and you do one two three four and then and you and then after that you kind of you like audition for house team yeah you can do all house teams you can kind of like it's kind of open-ended after that but um you did a couple levels right steffi and then it sounded like you smart you stopped which i think is always a smart move do less comedy in order to be more successful at comedy yes well the reason i even did it was actually because um I was deathly afraid, like my number one fear was public speaking, yet this is what I do now. And I think this is why I do it more because like, you know, when you do that thing that you're like, oh, so deathly afraid of, and then you like do it and you're like, God damn, that was like exhilarating. You also kind of Mm. a sense of like, I think we like to torture ourselves again, like going back to like what our parents, you know, like putting that instilling us. So Mm. like that feeling of like feeling tortured, like every day I would go to class at UCB and I was like, oh my God, I hate this so much. Um, (laughs) And like, I, yeah, I was so bad. Like I get it. No, yeah. Like I've seen even in my comments now, they're like, uh, I had someone from like UCB, like my first class, like comment on like some pod I did, and they're like, "Who is this version of you?" Like I, this was not the girl I knew from class, and I'm like, "Yeah, I was like, you know, 
I was just so fucking shy. I couldn't like go up and like feel confident. Like I just was so scared yeah. of like judge. It mostly is like judgment, I guess, or like right. trying to be funny, like you know, and getting the laughs and all that. But like naturally, I think we have it in us. It's just doing it in front of somebody is just like a completely different experience. Like, and you know, it was it was just so hard for me to and. I, because of that, I just kind of, it was a high for me. And I don't know if that's what yeah. it is for you guys when you mm. guys do, like, stand-up. It's like, you get that high. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, like, I think Conan O'Brien described it the best. He said it's like heroin, you know? No, even, <laughs> I, really I remember the first time I did, com- like, stand-up, I clearly bombed, but I got one laugh in five minutes. That's so bad. I got, I got one <laughs> laugh, and that was enough to keep me Aww. wanting to come back, right? Just, just that one moment of approval was enough. And I think that's what you're like, yeah, you're always like chasing the high. And that's why like stand-ups and like improv people too, like live, perfor- live performance comedy people, they're a little insane because, yeah. um, you know, like I, I saw, I, I don't want to name his name, but there's like a comedian in LA who's like a millionaire and he's so, he's so famous and he's doing great. And I saw, I did a show with him the other day in front of seven people. And I was just thinking like, you, I was <laughs> yeah. like, you don't have to be here at all. Yeah, like you drive, you have you three doing? Teslas, like go yeah. home. But go home. he wanted it. He mm-hmm. wanted yeah. to be there because yeah. of that high you're talking about. Even if it's among seven people, he, I think in his head, he was like, if I can crush, that's gonna, in front of seven people, that's gonna make me feel good about myself. You know, we're yeah. always sort of yeah. chasing that high. Yeah. For sure. I I've, I, and, you know, I'm pretty lucky to have gone to a lot of comedy shows where I get to see, like, these people who are, like, huge, you know, like, you know, Joe Coy and, uh, like, the uh, Tiffany Haddish and all this. It's, like, so many times have I seen these big comedians who have, like, next Netflix specials who are doing huge things, and they're there just to, like, yeah, you know, riff, like, just to, like, have fun. And they uh, this just one the time top, I... Yeah. Yeah, Joe Coy was, like, doing this, like, I think it was, like, a room of, like, 50 people. It was, like, his first show back right. um, at, the, I think it was the Comedy Cellar, I want to say. Mm. And, yeah, Tiffany Haddish had come, and they literally riffed for, like, three, four hours. And it was insane to watch them doing this thing that they fucking love to do. They didn't yeah. have to do, do this. They were just there because they fucking enjoyed it. And, like, yeah. I see that the most with comedians mm. doing this thing for f- like for free basically right yeah it's just like having fun this and i it's so exciting to watch it's 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 like it, it's just such a crazy feeling for people like outsiders to be watching too it's, it's beautiful sure, yeah i think that's yeah. like uh you sound wait do you do, you do stand up or no yeah, do you do stand up? No, I Although I, hold on, don't don't do stand up because you'll probably like surpass us in like six months. Yeah, but actually please don't be do a whole it. thing. So don't I, do stand up, please. Promise <sighs> us you won't do it. Okay. Promise you won't. <laughs> Promise you right now you won't do it. <laughs> please stick to all the other successful things you've done. <laughs> Steffi, can I ask you a question? Because you, I feel yep. like um Bro, you can ask me anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this question. I don't know if I'm gonna answer it, but yes. No no no, you will answer it. You will answer it. Oh okay. Okay, so I feel, um, and you know, you know, you're kind of like newer to the the comedy scene, but I you are am. part of this podcast. That's like, it's a comedy podcast. It's very funny, and you have a lot of comedians on it. You have a lot of Asian comedians on it, and yes. I feel, um, and I feel this way with like Bobby Lee's podcast and t- t- and Tiger Belly, uh, and hopefully we do with this a little bit too. There are these, I Mike and I always we're always the reason why we ask each other what kind of Asian we are this week is because our whole thing is like the Asian American experience is just makes no sense and it's very hard to explain to other people yeah. because mm-hmm. it's not one it's like never identical you know people uh-huh. come from for different reasons and all that shit and and that bleeds into comedy i believe you know i, I always say 
you know, sure, you can do like an impression of like a, a black Def Jam comedian, but you can't yeah. do an impression of an Asian American comedian because uh-huh. yeah. we don't necessarily have like a specific style that's been in- ingrained into the greater art form of stand up comedy. Yeah. But sometimes when I listen to Tiger Billy or like watch you guys play your like that game you guys play like Minority Report where you guess the ethnicity <laughs> based on somebody's voice, which is fucking so racist and hilarious, by the way. Um, you know, is it not racist to do what you guys do with the? It one hundred percent is. And I'm not 100%. saying own it, own it. Oh no, Wait, yeah, no, what? it's great. Own it, own it. C- can I ask what is? Sorry to cut you off, but just like really no. quickly, yeah. what the fuck is our? Like, why are we so obsessed with trying to guess each other's races? Like, we love it. It is so, oh my God. The minute, you know, the minute you meet a new person, you immediately want to be like, what race? Like, you know what? That's one of the first things. Yeah, it is. Oh my God. This is so so true. I feel like, so I I went and I had a a nice hot pot with uh, my friends yesterday, (laughs) and they brought two of their friends. These two super nice uh, 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 Asian dudes, hot guys, two Asian hot guys. Hey. Uh, And, um, and I was like trying to think in my mind. I was like, I was like, how do I ask them? There should be a way for Asian people to ask what Asian you are, uh, because I feel like we are all curious about it, and we're not like being. Because I'm not gonna be like, oh, you're you're Chinese, ni hao. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna. Yeah, do yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. like gonna be an Asian. You just want to know. We, we, I just want to know, and yeah. and and I did want to know, and I was trying to think about it. Like, sne- I, ultimately, I just had to ask them. I was do like, what, are you, know, you fucking? Why don't you why don't you play the game that we play? Just ask for their last name, and then you guess. I, that's a great idea. That's a great yeah. idea. But I found out, so one of the dudes uh, was Chinese, which is great because I was like, you know what it is too? When you go out with an Asian group of people, you want to have a bunch of different ones. It's almost kind of like when you go and, and you play Final Fantasy. You yeah. want like the fighter. You want yeah. a mage. Yeah. You want the healer. Uh, healer. Yeah. Okay. Because then you can go to different places and they're like, don't worry, I got you. Yeah. I'm Chinese. I'm at a Chinese place. I know about all this shit. We, we, I speak Mandarin. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Then we got a Vietnamese dude. Hey, don't worry. <laughs> uh, whatever Vietnamese guys do but one of the guys was Vietnamese and as soon as he said it then I know this might just be in your mind but I felt like okay I can kind of talk to him about a couple of things yes. for yeah. example like this is a very Vietnamese New York thing like oh where do we where do, where's your favorite pho restaurant right like that's always yeah. something we're like trying to pass back and forth to each other yes yes especially if you come from California because there's so many then you're like and then you come to New York and there's like there's a lot fewer um, Vietnamese restaurants so we're always trying to like pass that back and forth to each other, and we can do it very openly. We're, we're, you know, it's not, it's not, it's different from like if a white guy is asking you, because yeah. a Vietnamese guy asking another Vietnamese person like, "Where's the pho?" What, you know, we we know what we mean. We mean like, "Where's an inexpensive but good pho place?" Yeah, that's what we really mean, not just like, "Where's a good yeah. pho restaurant that has also great drinks?" Man, we don't give a shit about that. Right. You know Steph- what I'm saying? So I yeah. feel like there is a little bit of that, but yeah. Steffi, why do you want to know? Yeah, what's going on there? What, why do you think you want to know? Because we all want to know. Because what's, what's our, yeah. relatability, in the end, the essence of us, I think a lot of humans, oh, shit. most humans, is that we want to yeah. feel uh, acceptance, love, and yes. um, a feeling of fitting in. So yeah. to me, I'm like, I think it's just, or like, hey, are you like the same type of Asian? Or like, we we want to be able to talk to them about something that we can relate to. So if you're Japanese, I want to like talk about whatever, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. where you want to be able to relate. So I think with Asians, it's just so much easier that way. Also it being eight, well, I was going to say, I wonder if it's because we're Asian American, but no, I think even if I was like literally like, 
just from Korea, like I would still just mm. want to know what kind of. So yeah, I think in the end, it's like relatability, right? Yeah. Just, I think, agree with you. Yeah. yeah, I think there's like different levels. For me, I ask. I think so to both of your points. I think Steph, you want to know if somebody's Korean because you're Korean, and there's that, and Mike with the Vietnamese thing. I have the same thing yeah. with Japanese people because I just don't have a lot of Japanese friends, so I just always want to make Japanese friends. So there's that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, was, but if they're not Japanese, I think there's another level of like I just want to make sure like I'm being like sensitive and respectful to that their people i guess if that right. if that makes sense you know like normally you want to talk shit about yeah, any normally, other culture um, that's not yours <laughs> yeah. you know I mean, <laughs> hey is that just me is that me or is that not all your fucking ants we want to know what kind of yeah we want to know what kind of race what level of racism we can get yes. out can you we know what I'm like saying? No. you know it's like for sure i'm at a, another level where of course i want to know what ethnicity you are but if you tell me you're an asian person from the midwest i get like bonus ah, excited yeah that's that's midwest. like if you're like a midwestern asian that means more to me than if you tell me you're like see Mongolian and steffi because you're you said you're from california so then like i can kind of like layer in like all these different like for fumi Right, if you're when I when I was first getting to know Fumi, I had to explain what boba was. He didn't know what that shit was. I don't know. You know, I had to explain why wow. uh, why you got to wear uh, your your Supreme bag across your shoulder. I, he didn't know that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was you know, he doesn't know he he doesn't know what uh, souping up an Integra means. He no he idea. thinks it's a soup. He thinks it means literally soup. So, <laughs> so you're like the Asian. I'm, I'm dumping like me some soup on the Sada Civic. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what that means. So I feel that's you. You there is an shared experience that wow. you. There's a shorthand you kind of you're allowed to assume. I will say I feel um one thing that was nice with with going back to getting past at the stand is when you go to the stand it's generally not it's not like it's a mixed crowd but it's it's a little bit more it's a it's a club so it's going to be a little bit more city it's a there's some tourists there. And for me, for a long time, was are they gonna get me because I'm this Vietnamese dude? I I don't want to say I was ashamed. I wasn't ashamed of who I was, but I was like a little insecure as far as like, you know, will they get the things that I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And uh. and and I realize that as you do stand up, you really just have to be who you are and like own these things. And the the crowd will end up liking you if you if you're passionate about boba they'll become passionate about boba. You think right? you, you think you think so? Because okay, no. so I've had yeah. the you know I. I get to watch a lot of comedy shows, I think, just because mm -hmm. of the circles. And I'm sure it's like that for you guys. I don't know because I'm not a comedian or whatever. But, like, um, I've seen a lot of com Asian, Asian comedians because of the cry leaders. I've been to all the shows. Yeah. And then I'll see a lot of them, like, perform, like, at outside, like, non-Asian spaces. Yeah. Even non-Asians who come and perform at cry later do the exact same shows at other places and like they don't hit the same like it's mm. it's oh, always yeah, 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 yeah. there you got you got a point so so what i was going to sort of finish with because you got a point there is um i will say that i think you know i can go into a lot of different crowds and i i had just try to bring yourself right to each one of them and this is all you can do as a comedian just try to be yourself mm -hmm. but i will say that um if you go somehow you're making drinking a dunkin donut coffee look cool i don't know how is that possible <laughs> <laughs> i fucking love dunkin donuts you're drinking she's drinking a dunkin and it somehow matches your outfit what the fuck, fuck yeah what this. the like, fuck man so what like. the fuck you're so <laughs> if, if you saw me drinking a dunkin donut coffee outside you'd be like mike is wow he is he's really in the back <laughs> he's going through a divorce right now, right now. yeah he's yeah, going yeah. through a divorce if you right do now with confidence is that what you mean yeah, exactly <laughs> okay so let's okay, get him back on track I will say that if I go to uh, an Asian show, quote unquote Asian show, where I think there's more Asian people or, or that's the vibe or whatever, I get um, 
you know, going back to Final Fantasy, I get like a plus plus two in comedy, plus two strength mm. because I can do. I have a bunch of jokes that I can really like lay into. So, for example, I have a bunch of jokes. I have a joke where there's no Asian people in the Bible, right? And and then there's a there's a branch of that joke that that I don't normally do about Kumon. There's a bunch <laughs> of stuff about Kumon I do. <laughs> But and it sometimes will work at a regular crowd, like on. But I mean a non-Asian crowd. But I'll have to kind of get them to understand what Kumon is. But then if it's a if yeah. it's a, an Asian crowd, I go Kumon. You know that that's it's what happens when Asian pe- when Asian parents outsource child abuse. You know that's what Kumon is. So like <laughs> that's what I you know I, I can do jokes mm. like that. And they they go okay cool I got you. And then and they'll go I've never heard anyone talk about Kumon before. Right. So that's like a nice thing to have. Uh-huh. So I would say you got a point as far as, you know, when you go as an Asian entertainer <laughs> to some place and then you have that base understanding, the, the potential for connection is higher because yeah. you, you're, you have that kind of like, okay, we got the potential to really connect on something, you know? Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think it's until we pass... Maybe... I, I was putting all this together is like the passing of like asking about the age, like... You know, when I think of, like, black comedians, they're, like, so good at what they do. And there's just, I think a a lot of our culture knows about maybe, like, black culture. Like, we're so into it. It's so cool, you know? And, like, um, I think we're getting to a point with Asians where we're getting to that level of, like, people are getting to know us. Like, not just Asians, but, like, everyone in a whole. And if you get to that point that... Asian comedy will hit for everyone. Do you know? Like, I, yeah. I don't think enough non-Asians know about the different types of Asians and, you know, oh, yeah. like, about yeah. our culture enough. So once we get out of that and people can start seeing us as less than just, like, Asian. Or maybe it is just being like, yes, they're Asian, but they know, like, what to relate to on a yes. larger sense. It, it'll make more sense. And I, I mm. see that with, like, younger... Um, the younger generation know a lot about, like, for example, That's about, true. like, k-pop or like you know yeah. korean culture so yeah. they know because of you know like these hip-hop i mean not hip-hop um these k-pop artists they care about the culture just generally and so yeah. they're able to relate to the korean culture and so maybe that's why i see you know koreans when they perform like stand up or whatever it is like they're like mm. okay like i get this like mm-hmm. this is yeah. funny and i see the younger generation really into it so mm. i don't know I don't know about any of the other issues. I agree. Just, I agree. Yeah. I think, and naturally that leads us into sort of the last little section we want to talk about was the, the continued Korean dominance in the media, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. right now, the biggest show on Netflix, yes. is, which is crazy, Squid Game, Squid which is game. fucking, it was, it's been, <laughs> I feel too, Netflix has kind of been kind of, you know, what, like they got the crown, but then at, at once, you know, there's like a couple of flagship shows, there's the crown. But then after that, then there's like a mm-hmm. bunch of like weird crap that's on there. Well, yeah. Ozark, uh, Ozark is good. Ozark, Ozark, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I, this, it's cool to see this this show come out. Uh, Squid Game, it's on Netflix, um, and you know, it's it, what's I think is really hitting really hard. Besides just the way it's done and all the actors and and everything like that is like the social commentary about it, right? Because I didn't, I did, I did a whole bunch of research about Korea and debt, and for people who don't know about the show, Squid Game is about it's it's essentially like a a big game show where there's a bunch of people who owe a shit ton of money, you know, privately. You know, they they owe it to like a bank or the main character he owns it to like he owes it to like a mob mob guys. And the game uh, is you know you can play these childhood games 
like red light, green light. And if you survive, because you die if you don't win, uh, if, you, if you don't survive the game, uh, you get a bunch of money. And I think that's kind of like really also what makes it really interesting because it's not just, you know, some people have said that this is, is kind of like Battle Royale. I don't know if you ever mm -hmm. saw that from, yeah. geez, when is that? Like 1999 or some 2000 maybe? Yeah, and that's like a different thing. That's kind of like, it was these kids who were forced to, uh, you know, kill each other. This is a Japanese movie. And that's kind of like a different setup versus Squid Game where it's about like, you know, people who have money and people who don't. And I was thinking... You know, a lot of Korean shit comes... You know, Parasite was about inequality, right? People who have something and people who have nothing, you know? So I think that's, like, really kind of what, dri what drives it. I don't know if you had any media thoughts. I know you talked a little bit about it on your show, Steffi. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like it's also very similar to a, a mix of, like, Hunger Games. I feel like that's, like, a yeah. great way to see it. Is, it's, it's, it's class, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is money. Money and class and all that. Um, yeah, we did a whole episode on, on Squid Game, and we gave up, like, it was so bad like nobody should watch that episode unless they want spoilers <laughs> right, like, yeah. it's literally all spoilers throughout um i thought it was such a freaking awesome show and it was yeah. easy for everyone to understand and relate to and i think that's what it is because class everyone understands classes classism right. like everybody so there's no spoilers here because guess what i've only seen one episode so far oh I, I've, my God, I've only really? had time to watch one episode oh. i want to watch more if anything just for that guy who slaps people at the beginning that guy is so hot i was like oh my god <laughs> this is great the slapping just, the, you know the guy the slapping oh, guy. the guy I, I the slapping dude, he, was, yeah, he yeah. was so handsome but I wanted to talk oh, really he's about. Hot. I thought you meant the slapping was hot. I was like, well, that okay. too. But like, yeah, I wanted, I wanted <laughs> to. Kinda, I, I did a bunch of research. <laughs> I did a bunch of research, and uh, you know that you know that uh, it's this is going to be uh, an interesting one. Where if for this podcast comedy co podcast episode where we call our fans anal's, mm -hmm. I'm on websites like Wall Street Journal and ForeignPolicy.com in order to understand more about South Korean. Um, uh, economy, the South Korean economy. For example, I found out that the household debt, which is how much debt privately held in a, in a household by all the by all the members, the total debt in Korea for all household debt is is number one in in the world uh, as a as a percentage of GDP. Okay, so and and right now, and as of like twenty at the beginning of twenty twenty, uh, it's one hundred and five percent. So that means there's more household debt. Which means like, you know, hey, uh, Bob Kim, that's not his name, but Bob Kim and Susie Kim, you know, they have a bunch of debt. All, the, all this private debt is higher than the GDP of the country, right? Mm. Just to show you, America is number four and uh, we're, like num we're like at 76% of GDP. When it's really, really high, the last time it was really high in America, uh, the financial crisis happened in 2008. Mm. And so some people are very worried about this. Another thing I, I found out is that um, elder poverty in Korea is the highest in any developed country. So that means if you're, I think it's over, if you're over the age of 65, I'm sorry, people over the age of 65, 40% of those people in Korea live below the poverty line, right? Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, it, I forgot what it is in, in other countries, but it's, it's, it's by far the highest, which is kind of crazy. So, wow. you know, I, I don't necessarily want to talk about Korea, but I feel like, hey, we hey we're comedians we know about debt we po you know i mean <laughs> i feel vietnamese people you know there is a lot of pressure to you know own stuff be flashy 
uh you know spend a little bit i mean my dad was terrible with money um Mm -hmm. and and you know so much so that like you know kind of like broke up my fan my my mom and my dad because he was so bad with money uh and and i don't think i'm great with money because i learned those those bad behaviors you know but i wanted to hear what y'all had to have y'all's experience with this is because i feel watching squid game you're like damn i I know about this. I, hey, man, you know what? If a handsome guy wanted to slap me in the face for 100 bucks, I'd be like, you know what? I need that money. Okay. All right. Would we be part of Squid Game? Would yeah. You- what do you think? Uh, I think that I could see myself getting to the desperate point. Like if mm. I was just had nothing to rely on and I was just at the end of my wit. Yeah, I think I would do it. I would. I think I would do that. I mean, if you have nothing to live for anyways, I'm like, if, if it's either death or like, you're just right. going to like, you know, like, why not? Right. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck? I think we've all been through like a form of like depression to that point where you're just like, ah, you Maybe know. Maybe I'm worth more. Yeah. Yeah. Playing, this, like, playing red light, green light versus being alive. Yeah. yeah. I think gambling is a huge issue in mo- like in Asian culture. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, I think yeah. in a lot of cultures, for, but like. Yeah. All of us liked, or not all, all but like I, I have noticed that that they um, will throw in a lot of, like even that what was that? Did you guys watch um, that Donut King? Yes, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. That shit yeah. was yeah. crazy. That guy crazy. lost it all. He lost it all, and it was like he couldn't like control. Like he couldn't. Con- I actually also have a friend who like has a pretty successful business, and his family was like you know billions and like they used to be like billionaires but they had like embezzled money and like gambled it off and like oh, shit. yeah it's just I, I there's something i think there's something like ingrained in us of like just like uh may, maybe it's like an immigrant also like an immigrant thing. maybe yeah you, just like the know, idea like, that you got to go hard in order to get any kind of rewards or you had yeah. nothing anyway, so you might as well go for it. Right. I, I think because yeah, your starting exactly. your starting point is negative. So even when yeah. you become a billionaire, like this Donut King guy, he's for those of you who don't know, he was like a Cambod- Cambodian immigrant entrepreneur. He started a donut chain, blew up. That's why in LA, Steph is drinking Dunkin' Donuts, but the whole documentary was about how there aren't many Dunkin' Donuts because the Cambodians have the market unlocked. Nobody wants Whoa. to go to Dunkin' Donuts because a lot of Cambodian donut shops are like what LA people want to go to. And so, but this guy became like a millionaire and then he got a gamble addiction and he would, he had all these franchises. He would only let other Cambodian immigrants start uh, a donut shop under his name. And, but he yeah. got so addicted to gambling that he'd go over there and be like, if you give me $50,000 in cash right now, I'll just give you this whole franchise. And that's how he lost all of his donut branches. Um, Crazy. Because he was gambling or whatever. But I think for him, because the first half of the documentary is actually very sad. It goes into the history of like the war and, you know, Vietnam's yeah. in there and all that shit. And like, and, and he was in the army and like, and love yeah. and like he, how he married, he met his wife and how they built this business from literally nothing. I feel yeah. like, because that's your level one. So yeah. that's why you gamble $50,000 because you're like, I used to be, in war like this right i i can live without any of this i can live with like 20 tanks around me you know and so that's yeah. like i mean i don't know if that's exactly why he did it but that logic sort of makes sense to me you know that logic does make sense i don't yeah. know steph what do you think i think that um people need to get their gambling issues like <laughs> in hand. I, I think that Strong. like his family i think i you know about that movie i it was cool to see that he I can't tell how happy he really was at the end of it. Mm. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Do you think that he, he said he was happy, but he did have the respect. 
because he did yeah. help the community. People yeah. came out yeah. and were like, you know, he, he gave a lot of opportunities, a lot of families' chances with their yeah. franchises and stuff yeah. like that. So it was really beautiful to see that. And I, But was he fucking happy? Are we all really happy without all this, you know, with, with nothing but just, just knowing that we did something? I don't know. I, 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 don't, know, I, maybe. I, I don't feel... Yeah. Oh, you're saying money was, is such a fucking. I don't know. You're saying you're saying you don't know if he was happy when he had it all with the mansion and everything like that. Yeah, I don't even think that he was as happy as he was even at no even at the end, like when he didn't have anything. Mm, all he yeah. had was his community, who I guess respected him. Is respect all you? I don't know. I, I, maybe. I mean, I hey, I, I I don't got anything. I don't got any respect or money. So maybe that. <laughs> I mean, respect I'll take respect. You. Nobody but you know what? Maybe at the end, it's what you're doing. Like, are is it? Are you uh, happy because you do what you do? You know? Oh hmm, no, that's not true. <laughs> nope. I don't think so. um, well, if, if you guys are, uh, uh, you know, got some time, check out uh, Donut King and and uh, and fucking yeah, Squid Game. Shout out to those things. Shout out also. Shout yeah. yeah. Shout out also to uh, Pachanga Casino. Um, that's one oh, of the sponsors man. of the show. You know, if you want to fall into debt. This is this has been a lot of fun. We're here with uh, our guest Steffi Bake. We want to just quickly play uh, our game just to kind of wrap this up. There's a game we play with a lot of our guests. It's uh, called Asian Not Asian, and the way this works, Steffi, is we are going to say something to say like a topic, and you tell us if it's Asian or not Asian. Okay, and you got, and you got to show your work. You got to tell us why. There is a right answer. Okay. Oh, there is just, a right answer. It, right, right, right. Yeah, according right. to us, because we're experts. So, okay. uh, how's that sound? That sound, that sound good. All right, sounds good. Okay, Steffi, is this Asian or not Asian? Um, the urge to want to know someone's family heritage. Ooh, that is absolutely Asian. What about it makes it Asian? You think? Um. We're just fucking nosy. So like we, we are nosy. Know, That's really we, what it comes out to. Like yeah, yeah, we're very nosy. We need to know the history. We need to know whether uh, you are someone we want to stick to. Do we trust mm, you? Are we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, like there, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot to that. There's a lot I, to wanting to know um, about a person. <laughs> okay, God. I I work with this. Uh, There's another writer at the show who's Chinese American, and when they first showed me on one of the first episodes, like where I moved to LA, um, his mom texted him and was like, "Who's other Asian guy?" <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, his name is Fumi. He's a new writer." And then she goes, "What kind of Asian?" And he goes, "Japanese." And she goes, "Okay, thanks." And that was it. She just yeah. she just wanted to know she just wanted to know who I was and what kind of Asian I was and that's maybe sometimes. also who not to have sex with because a lot of oh, Asians what? have the same last name and you got to know the heritage mm. and like the lineage maybe oh lineage. I've heard maybe about I've, I've especially heard about this uh, about Korean people named uh, Pak I don't know if that's similar because like I, I've heard that like is uh, it Pak I, Park is that the same thing well well so I mean and it depends on the spell so that's the thing I heard was uh, I, I had a friend. His name uh, was Pac, and he was like, "Oh, I can't date anyone else named Pac because you know we there's it's chance that we're all like the people who came to this country named Pac are all related." And I was like, "Really?" So that's what he always he always told me that I know that's real or not. This is me. Oh, I don't I don't know enough. That's that's not that. fucked. I mean, that's fucked up. Everybody's named Nguyen in my you know. Yeah. So just we're just gonna have to. Roll I, with I, I've um, never met a bake though, so I think you're good. I think you can fuck anybody. So. Um, I know a few bakes, and I have a cousin who, um, 
who's a, actually an Asian rapper in, in, I don't even know if I should be talking about this, but uh-huh. in, in Brazil, and he reached out to me through Instagram, and I had no idea. I didn't know he was a bake. I just thought, oh, oh he's an Asian rapper, like, fairly cute. Oh, hey, no, you can fuck him. Don't hey, fuck him. Don't fuck him. Hey. I didn't know. So, like, he invited me out to a club Uh-oh. when I was in, in Brazil. Because my family's from a- Brazil. My family's oh, my from God. Brazil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my uh, God. Is this is this going to become a Pornhub section? Go no, ahead. Hey. It's, it's not, what are you doing, not. step cousin? <laughs> What's going on here? I'm stuck in this laundry machine. What's going on? I'm stuck in the laundry machine. I'm my cousin. Dude, I've met some bakes out here, too, that I find attractive. And there's, some, there's, something, there's something going Yo. on. I mean, it makes sense. You know, when we're, like, attracted to, like, people that maybe look like us too or maybe i'm putting that into my mind but i think that's just you I'm just yeah. good looking nobody i'm not gonna be attracted to someone with my face good lord yeah um, you're right that's that's the nice thing about being ugly like me and mike i'm never if someone looks like me i'm like you need to step the fuck away right now stop you guys <laughs> are not ugly by the way stop uh, it very sweet um <laughs> very sweet. I, I i just very quickly too a, a quick a story about, i just i just remember this too is i remember my grandfather who spoke pretty good english but mm-hmm. you know obviously He's, he's Vietnamese, and um, he once had to order pizza from Pizza Hut, and he was ordering pizza, and he was having a hard time because, hey, pepperoni is a weird word, okay? It's a weird and word. He was, and then he found out somehow, I forgot how, he found out that the guy on the other line, this, you know, some, some dude on the other line was Vietnamese, and he, he, as soon as he found out, he switched over to Vietnamese, and it was so funny because... He did the equivalent of my dude. Are you serious? I can't believe you're Vietnamese. And like he, he was able to communicate like perfectly. So I yeah. think sometimes too, you got to forget. Hey man. Oh what? You're you know if you're Vietnamese. Sometimes I'm afraid people will find out I'm Vietnamese because then they start talking to me in Vietnamese. And mm. I'm like yo no, I'm not that kind. I'm like more. I'm more of a Latin Vietnamese. You know, so like Spanish is yeah. my es lingua. <laughs> so Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. Not Asian. Not Asian. No. Not Asian. How no. come? Because all the Donut King, because yeah, um, taking good. over all the very good. Thank you. <laughs> Did I get an A plus? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Professor Nguyen. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, definitely not Asian. You have to have uh, the the title Donut or any other like Donut yes. name outside of. It, can, it can't be a franchise like this. For yeah. it to yeah. be mm. a real Asian establishment, so mm, no, yes. Dunkin' yep. Donuts is not Asian. Not I've Asian. never even seen an Asian work at a at a Dunkin' Donuts. I think I'm sure they do. There's a Dunkin' Donuts in Chinatown in New York. You know, I'm sure they're out there. Mm, I have to think about it. I've not been inside a Dunkin' Donuts because you know. Do you guys? Uh, your, your life is in shambles. Did you guys? <laughs> when you slept over at your white friend's house when you were little, did their parents give you donuts for breakfast the following morning? You don't no. know what I'm talking no. about? No, you, I don't. See, no. this is what I'm talking about. This is not like, like, no what I'm talking about. I can't relate this is, to this. This See, is the I most, can't relate to this at all. This is the most American thing I'm saying right now. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. You, you sleep I'm over at your wife's really house, and the next morning, they buy you donuts as breakfast. What did no. you eat for breakfast if you slept well, over at your friend's house? First of all, I was not allowed to sleep over at, at someone's house unless they were Asian, so that itself is relatable. Now that's relatable. No. No, we don't trust uh, people outside of our own race. So. That's insane to me. Well, first of all, yeah. I don't know what that's all about, but also the fact that you don't know what I'm talking. This donut breakfast culture. I don't know about this donut. Insane to me that you don't know what I'm talking about. But please, uh, yeah. All right. How about how about uh, how about one more? How about one more for the game? Not knowing the full lineup to your own comedy show is that is that Asian <laughs> or not Asian? <laughs> 
Fuck, I don't even know how to answer that one. I think it's... I feel like being Asian, typically, they are um, meticulous and detailed. Mm. I'm a bad Asian. I'm a bad Asian. So I, I would say, yes, it is Asian. It's just I can't relate to it. You know what, though? I will say it's also, it is also a very Asian-American thing to get it completely blasted at your birthday. And That's not, true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It sounded yeah. like you had a good time. So I, I had go. a great time. Um, it, a lot of things were unexpected. I didn't know what was happening happening most of the time <laughs> and where am i <laughs> who's this so, why is bobby so, yeah. lee in his underpants yeah yeah i was like what yeah that, he was fucking he got, he got naked yeah he really did i you know what fumi i remember you told me that and i was like man fumi's just such uh just so exaggerating and then i saw an no. instagram picture of him straight up naked oh yeah at this yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. show that's and his, i was like that's oh no nope. that's really i really think did. he would have t- if we egged him on enough i'm pretty sure he would have taken his underwear off oh 100 percent. wow 100 percent. we saw Jeez. crotch hair oh geez on, you know? on, the, on the microphone on the on oh, the microphone. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no. oh, you mean just like, like he pulled because he pulled it like right, like you know, like right, right under where you could start seeing the. I think bow. it's really yeah. cute that you call it crotch hair instead of pubes, but yeah, that's I, we crotch. did see that. We did see that. We did see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Where, uh, but yeah, we we saw we saw a lot of we saw ass. Um, that was just a <laughs> that yeah. was a treat. That was like yeah. a Bobby Lee little treat, and it was like kind of nice. It was so nice. People were going crazy. Oh yeah, that were you going vibe. crazy? Because I was fucking wilding I, out there. <laughs> can I tell you what I did? I, <laughs> I I got there late on purpose because I wanted to go. I wanted Bobby Lee to see me, and so that was my plan. And then Bobby had to leave, so I I, I actually went after Bobby, and that's probably why he did, never saw me because I think everybody left after Bobby. Oh, All the famous people left yeah, after that's Bobby. What it is. You know what? Oh wow, that's heavy to put you like right behind him. Like oh, it was fine. Also- it was fine. You know what? Is that is that you know you still have much to learn, Fumi, from this from this game because he game. knew you were gonna do that and he's like, I know. You know what? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go before <laughs> him and I'm gonna show him my crotch hair, but boom, yeah. and I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna leave I'm gonna make all the famous people leave after my set. That was that oh was my really god, the, it was a great it was great. Everybody um, was yeah I think yeah. everybody stayed there till the end. We all went karaokeing after that. We went to intercrew, and yeah, then we there. went to we went karaokeing after that, and we got to see like. I got to see like Benedict Wong karaoke and he's fucking amazing singer. Holy fuck. (laughs) And he's also just a fucking amazing person, like just super cool and um, very, very just like helpful. You know, like he was just what like that helpful. What does that mean? Helpful. Yeah, I, in the context of karaoke, does he hand you the yeah. books or something? Yeah, yeah exactly. He was like, he's entering he's like, it in. Sing yeah. a, let's sing along together. He's like, you're not hitting these pitches. Let's go a little Whoa. higher. Whoa. <laughs> no, I was just telling him about like my career, my acting career, and he just was like, "I'll mentor you." And he told Dumb he would mentor us. And I, I, I what mean, I don't know how fuck? much of that was. Yeah, he, he was just a fucking cool ass dude um fuck uh but like yeah i got to see like a lot of people just like getting down and a lot of people are just so a lot of asians are hella talented asian americans especially in the karaoke room but it was was (laughs) (laughs) well i gotta go and bark for a comedy show later so yeah i don't mike i don't don't think we're doing this right (laughs) benedict benedict wong is not coming up to me and and saying I will mentor I don't know you. How no. Much of it is true, but, hey, know, I'm like, oh, at least he said it. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it's that's amazing. the game, Asian not Asian. Thank you very much, Steffi. Steffi, where can 
Uh, well, first of all, thank you very much for coming on the show and, and being great. Uh, and uh, where can our fans find you and your work? Um, you can go on to my Instagram, bake, at bakegoods, B-A-I-K-E-D-B-G-U-D-S. <laughs> and then um, also you could just, I think all my socials are on there. You could follow me on my yep. Twitch stream, which I'm doing. Uh, oh. Come on, yeah. Um, it's Steffi Bake, S-T-E-F-F-I-E-B-A-I-K. Mm. Um, where else can you find me? Just, yeah, go on to there. And then also come on to the Fun With Dumb podcast. Check us out on there. And um, yeah, that was a lot of fun, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Hell yeah. Of course, of and you course. can also yeah. find us on all the social platforms at Asian, that Asian pod. Uh, and I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe, the C-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. Please come check out our next Hack City Comedy Show. I will be in New York for just that week. The next show is going to be October 14, 730 at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Go to AsianThatAsianPod.com for tickets or check out the episode description of this episode. Be sure um, to uh, come and say hi to us and not just uh, walk right past us um, at our <laughs> show and say hi and everything like that. Just kidding, Steffi. Just, just, <laughs> Steffi doesn't care. She doesn't care. She, she don't care. We, we she are not. Care. We are, she, 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 she actually can't see us. She's getting... She's getting mentored right now. Yes. By no, I'm not. Benedict Wong. She's, she's Benedict about to enter the, the loop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you Come hither, my would, child. Yeah. That would fuck me up, happening. dude. Yeah. He's just like, was, hey, we're, we're, we're getting Jack in the box. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, all right. Well, Stephanie, this was so much fun. Thank you. And Anals, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.